There is a French cooking term, mise en place, that means to set in place. It is a method of preparation taught all over the world that maximizes efficiency and reduces errors. And there are five steps to mise en place. Know your recipe. You've read it and you know what ingredients, cookware, and baking tools are required for the recipe. Two, prepare your ingredients. You've sliced, diced, chopped, minced, cleaned. Everything that's required to have the ingredients ready to go is done. Three, arrange your ingredients. Put them in the appropriate containers and in a position that will allow for maximum efficiency while you're preparing the recipe. Prepare the workstation. Clean the utensils, make sure everything's laid out, ready to go, oven is on. Five, arrange your tools. Much like arranging your ingredients, you wanna make sure the tools are exactly where you'll need them, when you'll need them. This level of organization in advance not only increases the chances of an optimal outcome for the recipe, it provides an easier and even enjoyable experience for the cook. There's no scrambling around looking for that tool or ingredient. There's no disappointment after serving the dish, realizing an ingredient has been missed or measured incorrectly. And what does this have to do with staying organized? This episode covers how staying organized at work increases your chances of optimal outcomes and makes work easier and more enjoyable. Not only that, staying organized makes you look good in the process. If you are new to the Women Taking the Lead podcast, hello and welcome. I'm Jody Flynn. I'm a leadership development consultant, speaker, and author. I am the current president of the board for the Maine Women's Conference, and I have the privilege and joy to work with women leaders to hone the skills and the mindset that allow them to grow into and then thrive in senior leadership. My specialization is working with women who are still stabilizing after their last promotion and those who want to be ready for the next one. It is my belief that for more women to hold positions of senior leadership, there are changes at the individual and organizational level that need to occur. Not only do women need to be trained and coached on how to operate at these levels of leadership, organizations need to change their paradigm of how the work gets done and what supports are in place for leaders to do their job. If we are not already connected on LinkedIn, please send me an invitation to connect. You can find me directly at linkedin.com forward slash IN forward slash Jody Flynn, or you can search for Jody Flynn on the platform. I'm very active on LinkedIn, so I should be at or near the top of the search results. You'll see the follow button is prominent on my profile, but if you click on the more button to the right, you'll find the option to connect. Click on that and be sure to add a note to the invitation letting me know you're a listener of the podcast. I would love to connect with you and get to know you better. According to recent studies, employees with good organizational skills make better impressions on their colleagues and leaders and receive more promotions than those with inefficient habits. The things that reveal level of organization is the state of your workspace 
and how quickly you can retrieve a document or email. Additionally, how you communicate also reveals how organized your thoughts are. You're not making a good impression if you are known as messy, confused, disorganized, or scattered. If you've ever spent more than a few moments looking for that item you need, you know the aggravation that comes when things are not in their place. Have you ever lost a document because it was not named in a way that would make it easily searchable or it wasn't saved in a place that made sense? Staying organized boosts your productivity and reduces your stress level during the week. When you are organized, you know what's happening and when, what is needed, and where to find it. While nothing is 100% within your control, staying organized assures that what is in your control is 100% under control. Your odds of working reasonable hours still meeting all your deadlines are increased. Staying organized helps you to produce quality work. You minimize mistakes, such as misplacing crucial documents, missing deadlines or meetings, or forgetting important details from your manager. Staying organized makes a positive impression on your team, peers, leaders, and those outside your organization. Keeping your space, desktop, and thoughts organized show you are efficient, responsible, and reliable, paving the way for more opportunity in the future. If you've been getting value from the Women Taking the Lead podcast, could you share this episode? I don't know about you, but I've discovered amazing music, books, TV shows, movies, restaurants, and podcasts for sure, because a friend told me about it. Our network, made up of our friends, our family, colleagues, and acquaintances, are a vital source of information and access to resources. If you find the content and suggestions from this podcast valuable, could you do me a favor? Could you share it with a friend or a colleague? Typically, the best way to share a podcast is to share a specific episode that made you think of the other person. You can share an episode right from your podcast app, or you can send the link to the webpage found in the episode description. My goal is to help millions of women to grow and feel calm and confident in their leadership. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for helping me to do this. I thank you for helping the women in your life be the confident leader she's meant to be by introducing her to this podcast. If you want your day to be organized, you need to organize your mind and your space. And there are six things I'm going to cover. Start with the right frame of mind. Do one thing at a time, avoiding multitasking. Declutter. Find everything a home. Use organizational tools to support you. End your day with an accountability check and a cleanup. It starts with a good night's sleep. You may have gotten the advice in college that if you are deciding between more time studying versus getting a good night's sleep, to go with getting a good night's sleep. 
This is because when you are well-rested, you are better able to retrieve information stored in your brain. You are more alert and your thoughts are more coherent. A good amount of stress, enough to stretch you a bit, can be motivating and harness your ability to focus. This is why being a little nervous can actually be a good thing. It brings our A-game to the forefront. However, too much stress or distress can cloud your thoughts and cause you to be inattentive to important details. To keep your stress levels in a good and manageable place, practice meditation, move, write, and breathe. Express gratitude or talk to a friend or mentor who helps you to feel calm. When it comes to managing stress, these are the common go-to practices, but everyone is different. So know what works best for you. So having the right frame of mind, get a good night's sleep and mitigate stress. Next, do one thing at a time. Avoid multitasking. A good way to get confused, make errors, and take longer to complete your work is to multitask. Recent studies have shown that human beings cannot multitask two tasks that require focus at the same time. While you may be good at walking and talking, doing the dishes and listening to your child recite the poem they just wrote, you cannot read a report while watching a training video. You cannot have a one-to-one meeting while checking your email or listen to a challenge your team member is having while mulling over an important decision that needs to be made. You may think you can do these things at the same time, but the result is mediocrity, inattention, missed cues, and absent-mindedness. That's not the impression you're trying to make. If you want to listen to music while dusting and catching up with a friend, have at it. But when something needs your full attention, put all distractions aside and give it your full attention. Next up, declutter. Remove anything that has outlived its usefulness or isn't currently needed. For the items that need to go, decide whether you will trash, recycle, donate, or give away these items and follow through to get them out of your space. There is a saying, outer order, inner calm. Have your space reflect the experience you want to have within. I remember in college before I could study or work on a paper or project, my room had to be organized and cleaned. Anything out of place would distract me and it would take me longer to do my work. Because of this, I developed the habit of keeping an organized space and it has served me well. Next, find everything a home. As you are decluttering, consolidate similar items in one location. Put items near where they will ultimately be stored and then go back and put them away. Choose a spot where these items can be found easily. Its proximity to you is based on how often you need it. So limit the items on your desk to the items you will need today. Or if that translates to a lot of items, limit it to what you will need in the next hour. 
The exception to this can be personal or decorative items such as photos or plants, but keep them from overcrowding your desk. Pictures look good on the wall as well, and plants look lovely on a windowsill or a stand or a bookshelf. Can you put books, binders, and folders on a shelf or in a drawer? Same goes for emails and files on your computer. Create folders and filters for your email so your inbox is not overloaded. Be sure to name or rename documents and folders so that they are easily searchable. Organize your folders in a way that makes sense. Next, use organizational tools. Tools are meant to make our lives easier, and there are many organizational tools, online and offline, that can help you be more efficient at work. Calendars and task lists can be digital or paper. Choose what works best for you, but my recommendation is to have one master calendar, one master task list. As for tasks, I like one place, but you may have your own task list as well as a project management tool that captures your deliverables for a project. If that's the case, consolidate all your tasks on your personal task list. For instance, I use Google Tasks for my task list and the main women's conference uses Asana as a project management tool. Using a software called Zapier, and I think there's also another software out there called If This Then That, when any tasks are assigned to me in Asana, it automatically creates the same task on my Google task list. I'll need to check completed tasks off in both places, but no tasks get missed. If you can create folders and filters and rules in your email software, do so. Perhaps high-priority emails turn red. Low-priority emails are automatically routed to a particular folder to be reviewed later. Unsubscribe from any email newsletters you are regularly deleting or filing away without reading. I'm also a fan of drawer separates, (laughs) you know, separators that you put within drawers and organizers to make it easier to quickly find what you're looking for. I even had a friend who had separators for her handbag. (laughs) So when she needed to find a mirror or a clip or her chapstick or anything like that, everything was in a certain section of her handbag. So, you know, you do you, but they, these tools are out there and they're not expensive and they can make such a difference in your life. Okay. Next, end your day with a cleanup. Much like you clean up the kitchen after dinner, clean up your desk and your to-do list so you come back to a clean desk and clear priorities tomorrow. Make sure your to-do list matches the day to come. If tomorrow is a day packed with meetings, your to-do list should be minimal and only include items that are urgent and important. Everything else can be delegated or bump to the day after. Think about what you can do at the end of the day to set yourself up for success tomorrow. Also, give yourself a pat on the back for doing your best. Every day is different. Many days bring the unexpected and your day likely didn't go exactly as planned. You did what needed to be done today. And tomorrow is a new day with new 
possibilities. If you need help staying organized, let's chat. And if your last promotion left you feeling unstable in your leadership role, or you're looking to develop into your next role, I invite you to consider working with me. I would love to support you through the transition, help you get your bearings and feeling confident in your leadership once again. You can find the link to schedule an exploration call with me in the episode description. If you're listening through a mobile device, that link will be in your podcast app. And if you're listening through the Women Taking the Lead website, the link will be toward the bottom of the episode webpage. And if you're going to ask your company to sponsor you to work with the coach, there's also a link to access a checklist that will help you prepare for the conversation. As always, I hope this was of value to you and here's to your success.